So being a nun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so you brought up wanting to become a nun. And uh, I was thinking about something that I watched yesterday. Um, and it was talking about how nuns that, like, in their admission to the, the convent, um, nuns that wrote a... I don't know what you would call it, but like, like some, if they wrote like, I'm eager to become this or like, I'm like excited to do this work, something with like a, like a charged verb like that, like a positive verb. This was like a positive psychology Oh, I, I read this about, I read about this in my positive psychology class. I don't remember what the outcome was. It was, so at age, so they took all of the nuns that put in like a positive verb and all the ones that didn't and at age 85 i believe 75 percent of them were still alive or like 85 percent of them were still alive compared to like 50 percent of the other nuns which is also very high for none or just for like an age in general so i think there probably is something in just like becoming a nun um that amounts to like a higher uh age expectancy and then at age 95 it was like 50% of them were still alive and compared to like 20% of the other ones. So there was something, there was a link with like the positive psychology um, amounting to like higher life expectancy. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. It is interesting if it is related. I think, I think it is. I think there's definitely something to like having a positive outlook on life that will help you develop less disease and live much longer i mean you could feel can you just like feel that when you wake up in a day and you're just like happy and like your head just doesn't hurt like your body just feels great compared to when you wake up and you're sad and you have a headache and like your body just feels bad mm -hmm. or just ailed mm -hmm. i don't know i can feel that difference a lot more like growing up mm. Something that I thought about while I was drifting off to bed. Subway is honestly closer to like a Jenny Craig than a restaurant. Because I can't think of any other restaurant that has somebody who lost weight from the restaurant as their... That's true. Mascot. That is like a weird thing to take. He lost 225 pounds. Huh. Eating, claimed to have eaten Subway and lost 225 pounds. Like... Do we believe him? Yeah. I would believe him, yeah. I think so. Hmm. We should look into that story more. We should. Um, he's also canceled for being like a child pedophile. pedophile so, uh, so maybe we shouldn't look into it. Well, I'd like to look into his weight loss journey. But it's like a, a Jenny Craig is to Subway as... Uh, what's her name? Chris. I, I, I want to say Chris Christie. Christy Alley. Christy Alley is to Jared Fogel. <laughs> Is Christy Alley also the governor of New York? <laughs> or New Jersey? Who's um, that? that? Christy? Chris Christie? I think it's I think it's New Jersey. I always think it's New York though. I'm not sure why. Potato potato. They're so close. Yeah. I mean New New. New New Islands? No. No. That's a long um, island. Yeah, I guess no other restaurant has that. No. <laughs> McDonald's hasn't tried to 
tell. I mean, they were super size me, which was actually the opposite. Yeah, but like their mascot isn't losing weight off of eating their food. No, but some guy talked about how he gained weight. Yeah, from eating their food. Yeah, that's gross. They used to scare me as a child. Yeah, why did we watch that? I don't know. Did mom own it? We owned. That we owned movie. Elf. We owned School of Rock. We owned Big Fat Liar, and we owned Super Size Me. Yeah. Those were the four movies that we could watch in the car. And so why did we watch that movie as kids and then also end up just going to McDonald's often? Um, I have no idea. Scare tactics that didn't work. This is really gross. So there was a study from Stanford that was in the news this morning. And it was talking about people being on Zoom all day as having a tangible effect on our brains. And it was saying how stressful it is to stare at coworkers like frequently throughout your day. And this is quoted from the study and it says, when somebody's face is that close to ours in real life, our brain interprets it as an intense situation that is either going to lead to mating or conflict. <laughs> so like having somebody's face on like a Zoom call within like a foot, um, people find stressful because our brains are assuming that like we're either going to start mating with them which is physically impossible over Zoom, uh, or we're going to have, like, conflict with them. So we choose conflict? I think, well, our brain just, like, a, like takes it as a threatening situation. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't like being on Zoom. Fighting Wendy work. from accounting. <laughs> because of Zoom. There's, like, a weird awkwardness of being online or just, like, seeing somebody online. What is it's my computer oh. overheating? going through menopause mm-hmm yeah she is so that was one um, the syringe emoji is changing do you know what the one that I'm talking about is it because of like our crisis of like overdosing and the opioids and shit what, what, um, you'd hope so but no uh, so the emoji that we have now has like blood in it it's gonna have the COVID vaccine is this how it's, we distribute it to America? One. They're changing it to be a blank syringe because it was like, apparently it came up in 1999 and it was originally used in Japan to signify blood donations. I'm not really sure what was happening in Japan at that time where they needed an emoji for it. Um, but uh, <laughs> also that is really funny that Japan's just like, oh, let's just create an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, how maybe we can get the public to donate blood if we just have something cute to represent it. Yeah, it's their only marketing strategy. <laughs> Apparently, there's a Unicode standard for that kind of stuff. So, like, Samsung, any Android carrier, Apple, any place that is creating emojis has, like, standards of what is, like, to be included hmm. in those emojis. So you could there was, like, a diagram of, like, all the different syringes and they're like all kind of like at the same angles and they all include blood. But now they're taking the blood out so that we can use it for vaccines and just like more general use. Hmm. Oh, so that more people get vaccinated? Yeah, like people could use this it is like how got we, the vaccine. This is really how we get people to get vaccinated. We just release an emoji. I don't think that's the intent of the changing of the emoji, but I think it's like so that people can use it. Like like it's just like more of a broad um, shot. Hashtag. Instead of, like, drawing it. blood. Wow. 
Apparently, if... also, um, on the same note, the blood drop emoji is also used for, like, blood donations or drawing blood. But it's also meant to represent menstruation. Hmm. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, what if they could just draw our vagina blood? That's the only blood I'm donating. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> roll gonna... up to the blood bank and give them my pads. Yeah, passing off my tampons. <laughs> Do they not have a tampon emoji? <gasps> oh my gosh. I feel like they should. They should. I was about to ask you what emoji you think they need. They need a tampon emoji. We need a tampon emoji. I need an IUD emoji. I need the pill emoji. <laughs> <laughs> More female emojis. I need a dirty diaper emoji. I'm just gonna type in tampon to a group chat with. I need man. a I need a female CEO. <laughs> I can't be what I can't see. <laughs> they uh, there's a lot going on in the world of emojis. The paella emoji was it had a lot of backlash when they first came out with it because it had I think shrimp and oyster in it, which is in paella but not the original, like, traditional paella. Is oyster not in the original one or something? No, it's, it's like beans and chicken. So they had oh. to change it. Interesting. To, like, include that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's crazy that, like... Also, you can't see that on the emoji. Like, you can't, like, really... Maybe on Venmo when it blows it up. But, like, through text. Yeah. You can't tell what's in there. Also, who's getting heated over these things? <laughs> how many people are sending that they're eating a paella? <laughs> yeah. To and and how many people did it take for someone to be like, hey guys, this is actually really fucked. <laughs> hey guys, this is not the traditional paella. Because other people, are, I'm assuming, are still eating the uh, shrimp and oyster paella. Yeah. Also, why Apple can really put out, you know, they're really whipping them out. Yeah. So quickly. Apparently need, it takes need, years, though. Does it? Yeah. I was about but to the, say the vaccine need... one did get, like, expedited. Oh, just like okay. The <laughs> All right, guys. Put this one out. The FDA approved the emoji. <laughs> you can get it on your phone now. It hasn't been tested yet. We're not quite sure how it's no. going to be uh, reacted toward. Yeah, we all get to choose between the Apple and the Android. Yeah. I think the Apple emojis are much better. The Apple would be, like, Pfizer. Um, oh. Android is Moderna. Moderna. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Moderna one is... I'm not sure. <laughs> Blackberries are just... Uh, J&J. <laughs> <laughs> just a mask. Yeah. Blackberries are just anti-maskers. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Yeah, I don't know if I, that's the route I want to take. <laughs> okay, well... Um, I feel like lately I've just been feeling somewhat defeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want a paella? <laughs> paella. Don't worry, I'll send you a paella emoji. Yeah, I need Apple to send me the updates for myself. Like, <laughs> like, we fixed the bugs that you had in your digestive system. We, you know, upgraded your hair. We rewired your brain. Update, please. Yeah. You will have to remove some stuff. And you keep saying, remind me later. <laughs> that, that's what depression is. <laughs> and then you try to update it and they're like, clear some storage. <laughs> you don't have enough storage to be happy, babe. <laughs> like, buy a new phone. Your phone is, uh, it's too old to be upgraded at this point. 
You've been phased out. <laughs> Dude, and then you die. <laughs> wow. Apple phased wow. me out. Truly. Dude, God phased me out. <laughs> you take it to a repair shop and they're like, man, we can't do anything for this. The repair shop's a hospital, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy a new one. Damn. This is the circle of, of, of life. Yeah. What's the turnover rate for like how fast people die versus how fast people are born? Turnover rate as if people are quitting. <laughs> people are quitting and it's called retail life. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. You had to do one thing to change your life today. What would you do? Like something that's in my power or I could change something about my life. Mm, I want to hear both. Mm. So I guess something that would be in my power would be to, this is actually something I was thinking about last night, but dropping any thought that's not serving me. Like just like not thinking about that anymore. Like you would never be able to? Um, well, just like actively doing it. Because oh, I think so it's, that's it's one easy. That's within, your power. that's within my power. That's just okay, very hard to do. That's obviously my interpretation of things that are in our power versus not in our power being like, okay, so that would be a, a supernatural <laughs> experience, right? <laughs> so something outside of you is going yeah, to affect you. That's not possible for you to do yourself, right? So that would be. That's um, a godly power. <laughs> so that's something that's never going to happen. So now what's something that you would do <laughs> if you could? <laughs> Well, I think saying really, let's go ahead and assume you're a strong person. What's something that you would do to change your life? <laughs> it's I think re people really do talk um, in just like in I don't know if this makes sense. When I get high, sometimes I'm like it kind of seems like people are always like talking about something else that they're not saying. You know what I mean? Like they're like 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 everything they're saying could like easily be flipped to like reveal like something else that's going on internally with them or something like that do you think that's something else yes absolutely well i think it's is that like psychoanalyzing somebody's actions and being like this is why they're doing that or even just something like that they're every saying? like almost anything do you i an think example? like you could take anything and make it into a sexual thing anything that someone oh, yeah. says yeah, yeah yeah i've realized how much i used to do that until now whenever somebody does say something and i want to say it and I don't, I'm like, oh, I didn't have to say that. What do you mean? <laughs> I like, I think that we like to, to talk about things in like well, big, just big general. Here's the thing. I think we're just so in tune with ourselves that when we say it out loud, it doesn't make sense. But like, it's just like a feeling. Yeah. But like, um. This is the woman's intuition podcast. <laughs> but if somebody's like, oh, I'm coming. You could, you could be like, oh, you're coming. And like, that's probably what my usual response would be. But instead of saying that, I just say nothing. And I'm like. And that kind of feels better to just, like, not say something foolish right now. Yeah. But it's just, like, almost like an automatic response to, like, oh, I'm coming. Oh, you're coming? Oh, you're coming right now? Instead of just, like, okay, I'll see you soon. <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, the noticing what you would do and then not doing it. And you're, like, and that's fine that I didn't do that. And it honestly feels better that I didn't say that. Yeah, that's not relatable. I tweet all my thoughts. <laughs> what else has happened this year? What hasn't happened this year? Um, happiness. Okay. Enjoyment. Okay. Self-fulfillment. All right. Um, shall I go on? Beautiful. No, I think that was great. Okay, cool. I couldn't have thought of anything else. I felt like I was really starting to live 
right before the pandemic hit. Really? But maybe this is just like a hindsight reflection, being like things have stopped. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of I feels want. better in the past. Uh, yeah. Especially when you're in a pandemic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think I went into the pandemic on the low, so. I think I was like on on the come up. I was on the come up, and I'm like things are changing. And the world was like, how do we stop her? She's she's gonna get really powerful. Yeah, I know that like people's family members died, but like this was like mostly hard for me because I like just started rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, you were literally on the, you were literally climbing. Yeah, I was, you were on the climb. Actually on the up. You were literally on the up. I was like, I really think I'm tackling fears right now. Like, I, I'm making friends. I'm challenging myself. Yada, yada, yada. Even like when I was rock climbing, I would always get to almost being at the top and I just like have one or two more rocks to go. And I would always drop. And my, my friends that I was making at the time, they were like, why do you always do that? Why do you always do that? You're, you're always almost there, but you always like back out right when you're about to like make it. And I was like, I think this is, I actually think I can't make it to the top because then um, I wouldn't be playing into, you know, the things I, it's, it's, it's a self-sabotage thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I was like, that. I think this is like a, a bigger reflection on just how I live my life. Uh, no, isn't that what we were just talking about, though? Like, how people do things, and it's just, like, a mirror into their internal selves? Yeah. So, like, they could have seen that, and they're like, she's not doing okay. Yeah. Internally. Or, like, she always, like, never finishes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's I why that's, I can, that's why she can never come. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You remember when I talked about creating space? <laughs> Wow, remember we could have created space. Hey, remember when I told you you didn't have to say that? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's interesting. And I've told you this before, but like that is similar to golfing in that like once you break a certain number, it's way easier to shoot. Like once you break 90, it's so much easier to shoot in the 80s after that. And then once you break 80, it's like so much easier to shoot in the 70s. And you like almost stop shooting in the 80s. Because Why you're like, that? oh, I can do this now. I mm -hmm. used to have rounds where I was on like a track, like track to break eighty and like have a new high score or whatever in high school, and I would blow up on like the last two holes. Is it because of the pressure? I think it's the pressure of like knowing how you're gonna do, and it's uncomfortable for you. Like you're not comfortable with being better than what you were before, or you're just not used to it. And there's like something in your mind telling you that like you're just not there yet or you're just like not as good and then i would like shoot 10 over or which was like unheard of like or not unheard of but just so out of order in my on my scorecard i was like what happened on that hole and then you shoot like 83 or something mm. but then once you break it you're like oh i can do that i i can shoot in the 70s and that is who i am then it becomes your default it's yeah. probably just like having to do with like our default patterns like yeah what's what aligns with how we see ourselves too 100 percent. i think we will make a lot of excuses to be the person that we think we are damn and just that like ah uh, yeah no i shoot in the 80s and then you're going to have your actions reflect how you feel on the inside do you think if you didn't keep track while you were golfing, you could shoot better or worse? Like someone else was keeping track, but you were just playing. 
I think you would do better, but I also think there is something in you that kind of knows where you are mm. when you're playing. That's why, like, if you get a little too excited, it's easy to mess up. Um, but I would go out and, like, play with Dad, and I would, like, play well because we just weren't keeping score. There wasn't pressure. I think there's also a lot of pressure in a tournament, especially coming in and you're like, oh, God, I would have that, like, butterfly feeling thinking if I was going to shoot even par. And just the last hole, the last hole, the only thing you think of is, like, don't fuck up. Instead of just, like, just play well. Like, play how you've been playing. It's just like a, wow, what if I just, I could really fuck it up right here. And then you do. You're, it's like your mind doesn't hear, don't do that. It just it's hears, do up. that. Yes, yeah, yeah. it doesn't hear, don't fuck up. It just hears, fuck up. Yeah. And I would do that all the time. I think, like, golf has given me a lot of metaphors for life. Uh, that I think that would be like you can find everything sounds like it could be about something else in that like the meanings mm-hmm. can always kind of shift mm-hmm. if that makes sense and be applied in different ways. Yeah, I'm I'm sure like anybody that has done something for a long time has things that they could take out of that experience and be like, this is what I learned. Yeah, you could you could keep talking and I'd be like, oh, she's talking about her golf experience. Or she's talking about yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna life, say. Her life in general. Well, because like how she views it, especially because golf is like a pretty mental game, and it's done slower, so you do have time to think. Like I feel like in basketball or soccer, you're just kind of reacting more instead of like thinking about your actions. But I could like think about my action before I hit a shot. Like, what do I want to do right here? What do I want to do right now? Maybe people really are just better at golf with age because they're able to just develop other qualities that help them with their game. They're just wiser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, mean, you have to be wise to be good at golf. <laughs> uh, Gandhi would be great on tour. <laughs> Still playing in his little, uh, his little, <laughs> what was I going to say after that? I don't know. And I don't think I want to know. <laughs> we need Oprah on I'm the I'm not course. sure what it's called. I was going to say a tote, like a, the shawl thing that he mm. wears. I'm not quite sure what it's called. I don't know either. It's monk suit. It's okay. <laughs> monk suit. <laughs> but I feel like I have tried some light beers lately when people are just like, oh, you got to try this. Like, try them. Take a sip. And I'll try it. And I'm like, damn, that is good. Maybe I need to just... Really? Just to, like, yeah. Like what? I don't know what I was drinking. I think, like, a pale ale. I think I was drinking a pale okay. ale. I think pale ales are okay. But once you get to like a light lager, shut up. What? Shut the fuck up. What's wrong? It's just not good. Like a, I mean. What? What? Are like like Corona Bud Light? Yeah. Are those just? Yeah, those lagers? are all light lagers. Rainier is, and that's like, I don't even know if that's a better one or if it's just nice that it's from Seattle, and it like feels local. Um, I, I honestly think it probably is more mental than not. Uh, it's kind of like the restaurants in Bellingham. I'm like, is this food actually better? Or is it just because my waitress is wearing like Burks? <laughs> is it because it, my, my waitress has like a nose ring and I think she's like really cool. She's yeah. got like a cool tattoo and I think that's what makes the yeah, food taste better. She has a lot of little uh, stick and poke tattoos <laughs> and a pretty sweet nose ring. Does this food taste good or am I in love with my waitress? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think that there's also a lot of, like, like, people drink Rainier here, and I feel like there's just that idea that it is better, 
I, that you go into. Kind of like how people view their sports teams in their yeah. area. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, like, it's it's like a, a pride thing. Yeah. Or like, you're like even, oh, you're not Seattle if you don't drink Rainier. Yeah. Even if it's like a shit team, you're still like, that's my team though. Yeah. <laughs> we lost. Yeah. We lost. We lost. Just like when I'm at work and I ask people if they're ready for the check, I go, we ready for the check? <laughs> you're my customers. You're mine. All right, guys, bring it in. Let's huddle. We still eating? <laughs> we good? Did we like the food? <laughs> you just like cannot think for yourself. No, I'm so lost. Like someone tell me what I'm feeling. Not a decision of her own. Absolutely not. Zero thoughts. Hey guys, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you just take on whatever they tell you. <laughs> Man, I'm kind of sad. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that too. <laughs> Start crying. The most self-absorbed waitress. <laughs> If you could waitress at any restaurant, where would you want to be? <laughs> when would you kill yourself? Yeah, what's the timeline looking like there? Um, I don't know. Probably like a nice restaurant. Like a fancy restaurant. Because I think you probably make more tips. And mm. you probably just get treated better. Be? I could see that. I think it would be nice in the low lighting. Um, yeah. Because I think I have uh, some light sensitivity. I think just the sensual nature of, like, an Anthony's. Uh-huh. <laughs> but also at those restaurants, you've got to, like, memorize how they prepare each meal. And yeah. I'm like, at that point, make me the chef. It would be nice to work at a restaurant that's more casual, too. Yeah, but the thing about working at Applebee's is I think you get treated like shit a lot. <laughs> like, what do you say casual? I'm I don't like, know, okay, man, so I think they're still wearing ties. Yeah, well, you can wear a tie and Maybe still be not. treated like a clown. <laughs> Even clowns wore bow ties. <laughs> That's my resume. <laughs> I'm a serious clown working at the keg. How much, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you need an eat, pray, love situation oh, right now in your life? Honestly, maybe a ten. Yeah. I'm living on a prayer. <laughs> wow. Uh, bon Jovi has nothing on me. What would be the three places you go to and what are they all bringing you? I think she did a really good trip. She did. I do think her traveling to India would be cool. Um, just because there is like a lot of spiritual practice there. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I would want to go to Italy for, f well... Just, again, India. <laughs> yeah, India for food. <laughs> the Middle East. Um, Where do you Asia, go maybe? Love? Maybe do you Asia go for love? food. Japan. Or Korea. Mm -hmm. Or Vietnam. Vietnam. Um, oh, for love? Oh, wait, no. Did she go to... Where did... Did she go to she, India for love? No, for love, she went to some... Oh, what's that place called? Some island. Brazil? No. Indonesia? Belize? Or no, no, not, not Belize. Oh, Bali. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to Bali. I mean, I guess when people struggle and they look for something to save them, mm -hmm. they'll put a lot of hope and trust in the thing that, like, makes them feel a little good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the That's thing that people say will make them feel good. Yeah. Like, why religion's, you yeah. know, huge when people are, like, breaking. I think it's funny that if you look up signs of schizophrenia... 
One is that somebody gets really into religion. That's so funny. <laughs> like, have you had thoughts of being religious? You might have a mental break. Have you considered Christian Christianity? <laughs> Maybe you're not okay. But it is like, I think that's how a lot of people get into it in their like 30s or later in life. When they're like, no, I'm not, not religious. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and that's when I became, like, I think there was a period of like, psychosis maybe not psycho i don't even i don't know because i don't the more life (laughs) i live i think psychosis is normal for like a lot of people in in the short term (laughs) at least i think like everybody can have a psychotic break and hopefully that doesn't last for a long time but i think everybody like can kind of just get a little tired with life or just like where they're at especially a pandemic yeah, <laughs> just like people are psychotically breaking faster. <laughs> yeah. Or just in greater numbers. But like, I think that's what makes you change something big in your life. Maybe for the better. It's true. Where would you go to find love? I guess we didn't get to that one. Well, I, I said India for that. No. Wait. Love. Oh, that's right. She goes to Bali. Um, for love. You just go to Tinder. <laughs> go for love. Brazil? I guess you go to Brazil for sex. I guess Brazil does have the most sex out of all the countries, right? Yeah. Well, they're they're very, like, touchy. They're a very touchy culture. Mm. Um, Brazil might be a good one. Or Spain. Mm. I'm not quite sure if that they've... You're just looking for, like, a sensual there. lover. Yeah. Italy <laughs> might not be a bad one, honestly. I don't think I like Italians. Oh, France. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go to France for love. Um, France for love's good. France for love. And then for eating... Oh, I said... Uh, I said Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I want to do some, like, some Asian cuisine. Okay, mm-hmm. what about you? Okay. Um, for food, I might just go to New York. <laughs> all right, I'm going to New York for all, all right. three. <laughs> <laughs> become uh, a... Uh, convert to Judaism, find myself an Italian man, <laughs> and I'm going to be eating pizza all day. I think New York just has it all. <laughs> because all the cultures are there. That's true. Um, and I think that'd be fun. For s- I would not go to New York for love. I would not go to New York for love either. Um, for spirituality, I keep having like run-ins with like Scandinavian. Why are you? You look very like. I'm a, looking around because I think edge. they might be around here. <laughs> I've had run-ins with Scandinavians that just. I'm like, I need to go to Scandinavia somewhere there. Like I had, I told you about this once. Like for love. No, for spirituality. Interesting. Scandinavians just. What is, is that? Catholic or? What Scandinavians? What is their spiritual? Yeah, what's I don't know, like? Maybe the, they're all pagans or something. Who knows? I I think just like the way they see life. Is pagan just non-religious? I don't know. It always has like a negative connotation when mom says it. Or anybody that's outside of Christianity. Pagan is a person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions. So a Muslim majority had to live in a close proximity to large communities of Christians and pagans. So what are the world religions? 
Like, is Buddhism included in there? Pagans believe that nature is sacred and that the natural cycles of birth, growth, and death observed in the world around us carry profound spiritual meanings. Human beings are seen as part of nature, along with other animals, trees, stones, plants, and everything else that is on this earth. It's honestly beautiful. Yeah. Maybe we are pagans. I'd love to be a pagan. But I feel like Scandinavians, they just, like, I feel like I would probably just be wearing, like, a nice like sweater and I might be fishing with like an old man who's like really wise like yeah good way of life yeah that's actually a very good one honestly thank you yeah I feel like it's like like a slower lifestyle yeah yeah they just get it I like that honestly maybe I'll be there for love yeah I feel like there's a there's I feel here's the wise old men I I would love to old women too to be in love with them, I just don't think they would love me. <laughs> I think they would love you. I think they'd learn to love you. No, I, I could see them being like this loud American girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> so where are you going for love. love? That's what I was saying. I think I would love to have love there. Uh-huh. But I think I, I think France is a good one. Yeah. But I'm worried that they might be too like oof passionate and I might uh, be like this is Yeah, I guess like I just want a fun time. As an idea Passion is fun. In reality, pretty repulsive. Yeah. Like anybody who's too complimentary or too like it it feels like they're trying to play you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like I'm very like not about that. Yeah. One hundred percent. So I don't know. I don't know where love would be. <laughs> Looking out the window at the roofers. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> I think I would go to that apartment complex for And then just go one block down. Um where would I jive with someone? I could see Japan. If, if I <laughs> maybe honestly maybe. <laughs> yeah, I feel like either that or like somewhere in Florida. I think I could. Yes, I, I Miami. Think I, I think I could vibe with a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the love of my life. I, I did get on drugs when I met them, but I mean, I guess back to your um, like Netherlands. Or Scandinavia. Oh, yeah, like Amsterdam. Yeah. Like someone that's, like, open-minded and 